Hello, beautiful people. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to your Spiritual Guru podcast. I'm your host and spiritual guru, Erin. I've been on my own spiritual journey for the past two years, and it's an honor to walk beside you as you navigate through your own. This podcast is for anyone who is wanting to do inner work, get more in tune with themselves, heal past traumas, and find their inner power. If that's you, then sit tight because this is going to get deep. You ready? Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back and happy Friday if you're listening to this when it comes out. Uh, If I sound a little stuffy, I apologize. We've had some drastic changes in the weather um, and my body is just like, hold up. We do not like this, <laughs> but um, it's okay. It'll pass. Last week, uh, I came out of the chakra swinging and probably gave a lot of y'all a big V8 slap to the forehead, <laughs> but I assure you that everything I said came from a place of love. In the last episode, we talked about taking responsibility for your own journey, right? And today we're going to dig a little bit deeper and learn some ways you can start that journey, but... Before I get into that, I just want to give a quick friendly reminder that when the podcast reaches 100 downloads, I'm going to be doing a giveaway. So make sure you're following the podcast uh, Instagram at E-R-Y-N underscore your spiritual guru, and also making sure that you're tuning in every week. Uh, Along with that, make sure you're screenshotting the episodes as you listen and tag me so that more people can find the the podcast. I can only grow by word of mouth, y'all, so I can't do this without y'all. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star review on Spotify if you're loving the podcast so far, which I hope you are. The reviews help the podcast become more visible so that more people can find it. So the quicker you leave a review and screenshot and tag me, the quicker I'll be able to, you know, do the fun giveaways that I have planned for y'all. Okay, so taking responsibility for your journey is so important because no one is coming to save us, right? If we want our lives to change, we have to make changes in the right direction. In my opinion, once we get to a certain age, we have to take responsibility for our actions, our personality, how we show up in the world. We can't just keep saying, well, this is just how I am, deal with it. You know, that's a cop out. But as I've said in previous episodes, you can't know what needs to change if you don't know where the problem is. A tool that helped me dig deeper and find the root of the issues that I needed to work on is shadow work. And shadow work is defined as working with your subconscious mind, I'm sorry, unconscious mind, to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress or hide from yourself. Some people can do this with meditation, which actually I'll probably do an episode on that. But for me, I found a different way that helps me and might work for you too. In fact, I've been implementing this already in some of your homework if you've been with me for a while. It's answering my questions with the question, why? Okay. So let me give you a personal example of how I use this. As you've probably learned in my past episodes, I don't have the greatest track record in my dating life. Like, 
Okay, like I've shared before, I was very self-conscious and insecure. So I would be very jealous, clingy, over-loving, over-attached, not just to the person, but to the outcome I wanted, the life I envisioned, the story that I wanted to play out. But none of those things were serving me or my relationship. The partner that I was with at the time would grow more distant, impatient, would become uninterested in me and so on. So I had to ask myself, why am I holding on to this person who clearly doesn't want to be with me? And I would usually answer, because I love them, right? And then I would ask, but why? And well, I, I would have any number of reasons why, but they were mainly about how a relationship felt, not how that particular person made me feel. Does that make sense? Like, it didn't have to do with the person, but the feeling of being in a relationship. So then I would ask, why are you holding on to those things if you're not happy with this person? And then that led me to the answer, because I'm afraid of being alone. See, for me, I used to be a serial monogamist. What I mean by that is, since I was in high school, I was always in a serious committed relationship. And then if we broke up a month later, I was with somebody else and so on and so on and so on. And sometimes a relationship would end and I would say, you know what, this time I'm, I'm really going to take time for myself. I'm going to stay single and find myself, right? How many of y'all have said that? And then sure enough, a month or two later, I was back in a relationship. This cycle kept going on and on and on and I was stuck in a loop of codependency, which actually is a term that I didn't even know anything about until I started going to therapy. Side note, therapy is amazing. If you have the resources to do so, please go to therapy. I highly, highly recommend it. So I realized I was codependent. And like I mentioned before, in this relationship or the relationships that I would have, I would change and alter myself in order to be accepted and loved by my partner. So I had no recollection of myself, like who I really was, my desires, my likes, my dislikes. I mean, I knew some, but if those things could be easily swayed based on if I'm with someone or not, then that's a problem, right? So what do I do? Well, after my last toxic relationship of five years ended, I did what I said I was going to do all those years ago. I finally took time for myself and y'all, let me tell you something. That was some of the best times of my life. I was getting closer with my friends again. I was getting comfortable being alone. I was traveling by myself. Y'all, I went to New York City for the first time by myself to see an opera on Broadway that I've been wanting to see for over 10 years. And the reason I had waited that long to see it is not because I didn't have the means or the resources to do so. No, it was because I wanted it to happen a certain way. Remember what I said about being attached to a story? See, I had envisioned my partner buying those tickets and surprising me with them because 
they knew how much I wanted to go. But of course, that didn't happen. So when I took that time for myself, I decided that I was going to stop waiting on other people to do things for me or to make me happy. I was going to do it myself. I had so much fun that year and a half by myself. I, I became more confident, more solidified in the things that I wanted out of my life, out of a relationship. And I'm happy to report that next month will make six months that I've been in the healthiest relationship of my life with an amazing man. But see, if I hadn't done that inner work to figure out why I was doing the things that I was doing and what I needed to work on, I wouldn't have evolved into the woman I needed to be to align myself with him. You see what I'm saying? So maybe you can relate to that on a relationship standpoint, but it can really apply to any situation that you're struggling with. Dig deep and ask yourself why until you get to the root of the problem and then start working to improve or change those things. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review, screenshot and tag me. Until we meet again, namaste.